Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kia ora team, welcome back to another episode of Own the Feels, where we're doing our damnedest to help you break up better. This means owning whatever we're feeling and learning how to deal with it. And today we are talking about uncertainty and trusting your gut feelings. So Liv, a really common thread that we saw throughout researching for this entire series was that a lot of you felt, and we felt before, like nothing was explicitly wrong but it just wasn't right. And this can be one of the most confusing feelings ever, and I think it's one of the most relatable feelings ever when it comes to kind of any sort of romantic connection. Yes, because it can feel like you are blowing up a good thing yes, like for no reason. self-sabotaging, and sometimes it actually is that you're self-sabotaging, yeah. but a lot of the time it's not, so it's really hard to discern yes. what is actually going on. And and I because something that we have always said like at shit you should care about and just in our lives has been that your gut feelings are your guardian angels and it definitely rings true for relationships. We're always saying that they're like a muscle and with with muscles, the more you use them, the stronger they get. So, you know, learning how to dial into your gut feelings and trusting them. It's a superpower. It is a superpower. It lets you understand yourself so much better. Yeah. And you just take those tools, not even in romantic relationships, but in any aspect of your life. Literally. And I feel like this, again, to bring it a little bit back to pop culture, this feeling of nothing being explicitly wrong and you can't put your finger on why it feels a bit weird, but it just it doesn't feel right, is, is, is something we see a lot of the time, um, especially in the movies when we were growing up. Like, there's often a love triangle, right? I'm thinking Bridget Jones's diary here. Absolutely. There's a love triangle and there's a person that you're with maybe and they feel like they're the person you should be with on paper and then there's another person that you don't know why you're into them but it just feels better but you don't know who to go for or maybe you're with someone and you know it's not right but on paper they're perfect so like you should be going for them. And then maybe you feel like you want to go for the other person purely because you can't have them. And yes. then whether you actually had the opportunity to be with them properly, would it be as good? No. And it's like, you know, not knowing and not being able to have your cake and eat it too. Mm. Like the better option, like Bella and Edward and Jacob, like she had to test the waters, <laughs> loca. Like, <laughs> no, like I just feel like this this love triangle sort of trope that we see relies on the uncertain feelings and not being able to make your decision. And we don't want you to be in one of these situations where you don't know yourself or you, you can't figure out what to do. And it is something that only you can do. And every, every like scenario is so fucking different. But 
we're gonna try and help at least validate you when you when you know that something's not right or like we're gonna help you maybe become okay with that hard decision to break up with someone when you know neither of you can figure out yeah what it kind of like give you the support when you're not quite sure why you broke up with someone and that can be a really hard thing afterwards as we'll kind of go into because you might be missing them you and might like, want where's them the back. closure absolutely how can you go on to a new relationship when you're not sure what went wrong in your other one Liv, i have a distinct memory of um something that happened with you actually <laughs> in the relationship you had at high school but First of all, do you do you know what I'm talking about when I say this? When you had these feelings of it just wasn't quite right? I definitely remember having feelings of it not being quite right. And I think I had them for quite a long time and I was trying to... I think when I was younger, I wasn't even really thinking about myself and what I wanted. Yeah, I don't know. I think there was just like a whole lot of external shit that comes with being yes. young and being in a relationship and I don't remember the pinpoint moment, though. Do you have a pinpoint moment? I actually do have the pinpoint moment. We were in year 13, and me and Love took music class together, and she'd sort of mentioned to me that she was, like, feeling really uncertain about her relationship, and she was, like, you were just, like, it doesn't give you anything anymore. Like, it doesn't excite you that much anymore, and oh it's just, God. it doesn't quite feel right. How weird is it when you can't remember shit in your own life? And I then know. Someone, like, I do, I just remember having a lot of these conversations yes. in music class. And, um, and this was quite a pinpoint one because I was a really, like, still am, huge Swifty, huge Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming. Just a little lip for you there. No, she's got this song that I think I always wished I related to. And then when you told me you're feeling this way, I was like, holy shit, Taylor Swift has written a song that is exactly how you're feeling right now. And I played it. I can't remember if I played it on the piano or if I played it out loud for you, but it's called That's the Way I Loved You by Taylor Swift. And it's like about how she's with this guy who's sensible and incredible and all his friends love him and are jealous of the relationship. But she's like, she misses screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain and like all this intense stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, Liv, you're feeling this exact way. Like nothing is that wrong. But, and like every, like, you know, your relationship looks good and like, and it's comfortable and like, that's what actually one of the things she says. She's like, he's charming and endearing and I'm comfortable. And, oh. and like, she's like, she's just not feeling these intense emotions that she wished she was. And especially when you're that young and you just can't figure out whether it's comfortability, whether yes. it's love, whether it's like boredom yes whether you've grown out of it like yeah. and so I remember being like holy fuck someone relates to the song that I've always oh wanted to relate no, to I actually I do remember this and and that when we were writing this episode that song I listened to it and I was just like holy shit like she is the queen of breakup songs and and that's that was quite a pivotal moment as the observer and it's so funny now because back then I couldn't figure out what was going on. Or I don't even know. Maybe I could and maybe I just wasn't being like fully honest with myself um, about how I actually felt towards this person. And But now I look back with such clarity because I'm older. I have had yeah. more life experiences. I know now what I actually want in a relationship. Yeah. For it- a long time, you had spoken about, you know, you had these feelings that you're like, I'm not really sure what they are, but it's just not like 
how it used to be and I'm not sure if I want it going forward. And then when you actually broke up, you forgot that you were feeling that way for quite a while and then you were obviously incredibly upset. But in my head, I'm like, I remember you telling me for months that you were unsure about this relationship. I was so shocked how those feelings of uncertainty were just totally like eradicated. Your gut feelings like not there anymore. Yeah, because then suddenly other things came in, like a bruised ego, like, yes, maybe you did care about this person more than you thought you did, attention being taken Mm -hmm. away from you for the first time in your life. Like, this was like a relatively long-term relationship Mm -hmm. in high school. And I really just, like, fell apart afterwards. And I think uncertainty played a huge role in this because I totally forgot how uncertain I was about this person. Yes. And I couldn't see it anymore. And and which makes sense because obviously you're feeling way more intense emotions than these uncertain ones that you had, you know, a few months prior. But yeah, I just, I remember that it still sticks with me just being like. Yeah, and it really gave me a reason as to why we should get back together because I was like, well, there was nothing actually wrong in the first place. Why did I blow this up? Why did I blow this up? I didn't push through. Maybe this was just like a pat, a rough pat, like people always tell you. Yeah. but in hindsight. But, but in hindsight, it was absolutely the right thing to yes. do. And a lot of my, like, devastated sort of emotions were, I think, a lot to do with ego and yeah. a lot to do with never having experienced that kind of, like, rejection before. Yeah. Even though what was interesting was that you wanted it to happen. I know. And then it got flipped. I know. So you felt rejected even though you instigated it. That's something I've always been like, this can happen. So yeah. obviously... Because I was going into something that I didn't know the reality of how painful that was. So I just didn't have any sort of idea of what I was getting myself into. And then I just really regretted it straight away on a surface level. Yes. Because feeling lost for the first time like that is no one's taught you how to navigate it. No. And and it really fucked up my identity, which we will talk about next episode because – uncertainty and identity are quite intertwined especially when it comes to a breakup so I thought we should talk about a few more reasons I mean again we can't really figure out why you as the listener are maybe feeling uncertain in your relationship but we can give a few a few reasons that sometimes we can feel this way so sometimes it can be your gut telling you that there are actually unresolved problems in your relationship that Maybe on the surface you've told yourself that you're you're over, that you've gotten over, you've worked through, but perhaps you actually haven't and you need to be trusting your gut that's telling you that you haven't. Or things that you've kind of swept under the rug and like these feelings come up, they're really apparent Mm. and they're like, yes, your brain's like, yes, this is a problem, but then over time, as everything does, it kind of passes. But you're left with just that little inkling. Yeah, but your gut and your body remembers this. Yes. And so it could be something like actual tangible problems and arguments and things that have happened within the relationship. Or it can be deep, deep problems that, you know, do turn out to be unfixable and, and is why you should make the move to break up with this person. Like, you could have just a lack of 
compatibility. Mm-hmm. You might not be compatible and you might know it, but just way deep down. Mm-hmm. It's just not that obvious yet, especially when you're young. You don't know who you're compatible with because you've not been around that long. Not at all. So there could be other, you know, there could just be other traits that you don't like that you don't want to live with anymore and you don't want to be in a relationship with someone that has them anymore. And again, that is okay. You are not meant to end up with every single person you meet in your life. Yeah, you're allowed to break up with people. You're allowed to just not feel that chemistry anymore. But as we will go into, it is really important to kind of be a bit introspective about this. Yes. And really see maybe what's what's underlying yeah. all of this shit that you are confused about. Yeah, well that's actually the next the next reason that we're gonna give you that maybe you have these feelings is that you actually don't understand yourself fully or you or you need to Look at yourself and spend some time. Spend some time with yourself, so and there's not what you want. No shame in that. No, like I'm 25. I definitely don't understand myself fully, but I understand myself a hell of a lot better than I did when I was 17 and had this breakup. Yes. So spending time alone and getting to know with yourself isn't embarrassing, not shameful. Actually, really important. And actually, we learn through these experiences so if yeah. you've never had a breakup before like you're just gonna learn so yeah. much about yourself and then this is quite a common one but maybe you just wanted a relationship more than you wanted the person and and that's pretty self-explanatory you, you know especially when you're at high school it's like the cool and nice and comfortable thing to do is be in a relationship with someone and especially when there's things like formals and parties and all the things that you want to share with someone else and for some people that can be your friends and for some people that's a partner and so maybe you just got so fixated on wanting this like you know disney channel relationship or like whatever we grew up watching that and, yeah and i think that on this note it could be that you thought you wanted a relationship with that person in terms of like you thought you wanted someone with the values that they have maybe it's like them being really good looking maybe it's them being really funny maybe it's like them being really popular and then as time goes on you realize that those things don't actually align with like your innermost values and what's going to make you happy I think a lot of people choose partners based on extrinsic motivation which is what we've talked about in a previous culture vulture episode is that what they think they want and what society has shoved down our throats that we want in a partner but a lot of the time those qualities aren't actually actually good in the long run exactly and then there's things that are very common when when you're young you're still trying to figure yourself out especially is that you just don't have that good of communication Um, Or like you're not being that vulnerable with each other or with yourself because that takes time. That takes, honestly, age. Yeah, and that takes knowing about yourself as well. Like how do you expect yourself to be vulnerable with someone when you don't even know what those vulnerabilities are? Yeah, and then this is quite important and this takes a lot of sort of self-awareness or awareness of your partner, I think. Sometimes you feel uncertain because you can sense that they've fallen out of love with you and they are not emotionally aware enough or emotionally brave enough to break up with you I've definitely experienced this as well when you feel like someone that you're in a relationship with has like shit on their mind maybe about you or the relationship that they're not sharing with you because they actually can't figure out what they're feeling even though you from an outside perspective can kind of see what they're feeling they can't and then in turn they're off it makes you anxious and then you feel like you're blowing up this 
good thing. Yeah. But you're having to do the legwork because they can't admit that they've fallen out of love with you or maybe they can't even see it themselves, but you can see it in yeah, their day-to-day life. I think life. that's pretty common. So do I. And, and that's real. that is like Hard. advanced level self-awareness and looking after yourself yeah. to, to be able to do that. To and, be like, I'm still in love with you. You're not in love with me. So I'm going to end this. Like that fucking no. like And honestly, you. if you're in high school and you're listening to this and you can do that, that is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Go and be a therapist, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so Liv, like usual, I thought we would do a few stories because a lot of people have felt this way and um, they've written quite beautifully about it. So the first one, when I ended my last relationship, my ex said they were blindsided and heartbroken. But now with some hindsight, I think deep down they also knew we weren't going to work out. I spent a lot of time towards the end hoping they would do something so unforgivable so that I could have a tangible reason to end things rather than the heartbreaking, I just don't love you anymore. I think that is so relatable. I actually remember when we were younger and this was all happening with my one ex. (laughs) Um, And we were sat in a cafe and I was just like, I'm just kind of waiting for him to break up with me. Yes. Because, I mean, I was just young and emotionally immature and I... And that felt easier than you having to be like, I don't love you anymore. Can you just break up with me or be an asshole or yeah, something? Because you can also sense that they're unhappy too. And yeah. you're kind of playing this game of like waiting for who's going to be the asshole. Yeah. Like who's going to be the one. But it's not who's going to be the asshole. No. It's who's going to be who's, the brave. Yeah, I was going to say. Emotionally mature one. So this person goes on to say, it got so bad that I started to be distant, apathetic. I hooked up with someone else. Anything to make them hate me, and they still didn't bat an eye. Again, I probably should have seen that this was a sign that they also didn't love me. We were both just too comfortable, too indifferent to even want to argue. I looked at that period of my life, and I want to scream at myself, just end things. And now that I've been single for a couple of years, I feel happier and healthier. I've learnt so much, and most of all, I've learnt the value of being direct. My desire to avoid conflict just created more problems, dragged out the suffering, and sometimes, even though it feels awful in the moment, the kindest thing you can do for someone and yourself is to be honest. Oh, I think a lot of people have that narrative in their head that it's like, I don't want to hurt this person. It's back to the ghosting episode. It really is. It's, I don't want to hurt this person, so I'm just going to not say anything I'm going to go along I'm going to pretend yeah and that really is the worst thing you can do to someone because then when you do break up which you probably will then that person's just going to be feel cheated like of the time time. that you guys spent together and they're going to look back and be like was it all a lie and it's probably going to take away from the actual genuine happy moments that you would have had before this period which you want to hold on to and and I think that this um story has a really good point in it and in terms of you know they weren't really arguing even when they sort of cheated the person didn't react and they should have taken it as a sign that there just wasn't something there because they just didn't care enough. Mm. And I just think that's that's a good thing to look out for if you feel like you or them are becoming apathetic or they're becoming, like, blasé about most things. It's actually a sign that, you know, maybe it's not right. Yeah, and, like, just because things aren't being said and arguments aren't being had doesn't mean there aren't issues. Yeah. And I think a lot of people 
can confuse those two things. Like, oh, well, we're not screaming at each other, so we must be fine. We must be good. But realistically, Taylor no. Swift misses screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain because <laughs> yeah. it shows that they care. They care. I mean, maybe also not the best marker to go for to have a partner who you're screaming at each other all the time <laughs> to show the passion. Oh, um, oh, true. That, again, has issues in itself. But in this circumstance, feeling something is more of a guardian angel than, than neither of you feeling anything. Or maybe mm. neither of you feeling anything can be enough of a sign that mm-hmm. you need to do something about it. I love this person's, you know, the respect they now have for themselves and, and how much they've learned about being direct. It's just, it's like they've written the perfect story to send in about growth. And they've only learned this through this experience. Yeah. Yeah, they're screaming at themselves in retrospect, being like, just end things, so frustrating, like all of this time I could have had. But realistically, if this didn't happen to them, they could have gone through their entire life and then had a relationship that went on for much longer and had a much more like detrimental effect, maybe on their future relationships. On their future relationships, maybe they had kids, you know, these sorts of things. It's actually kind of great to learn these things younger and then you can take what you've learnt into future relationships, not even relationships, just your life. And that's why, you know, we need to be so grateful to the people that have sent in their stories so that we are all not having to go through it firsthand. Mm. If if we can avoid it, we mm-hmm. can learn what to do. Like these people are so fucking brave for sharing with us so we can then teach all of you about it. So generous. Um, so another story. I had been dating my college partner for about three and a half years and we were about to move in together. I'd been doing a lot of personal growing and loving the person I was becoming and they started to slowly not fit into my life anymore. So there's that sort of harmony being unbalanced like we were talking about in the last episode nothing was done wrong I was just changing and I'd repressed my own needs for so long so when I started setting better boundaries I started realizing that they weren't my forever it's hard to leave someone you love in any situation so there were a few months of back and forth because I felt regret but when I finally cut the cord I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders Now, I've been on the other side of a similar breakup before, and I know how heartbreaking and sad it is. It's sad on the initiator's side too, but a totally different headspace that you won't be able to understand unless you've been there. So I like this story because this person had obviously, in in the relationship, been, been starting to do some personal growth, which shows that you don't have to be on your own to start looking deeply inside yourself. And And it's one of the things we said earlier is that, Sometimes you can feel these uncertain feelings because you haven't spent enough time looking at what you actually want. And this person did that. And then they realized that their partner no longer fit into their future. And this, I mean, would be quite hard to come to terms with because you're like, oh, well, my partner's not changed. They've not done anything wrong. I'm actually the one Mm. that has changed. But They've changed for the better for yes. them. You know, they've grown as a person. And the harsh reality of that is that sometimes people no longer fit in. Yeah. And this was three and a half years. This yeah. Was, this was a long relationship. And and they did say that they had been the one that had been broken up for similar reasons before. And it's devastating. And I think that that is such great experience for them to have when going into a breakup and being the person who is breaking up yeah. with their ex because they have so much more compassion so much more insight into what it's like to be broken up with I think that is so valuable when coming into a breakup because I think people that have only ever done the breaking up they're just 
not going to quite know how to word things or how it feels when certain things are said to them. Yeah, the rejection is less. Yeah. You know, for them, that's still going to hurt, but it's going to be different. Now, Liv, obviously uncertainty is incredibly natural, but fucking confusing, as we've been talking about, except for those two stories, I feel like the legends that wrote them had come out the other side a little bit. But if you're in the midst of it, it's so confusing. I feel like we should talk a little bit about how to navigate that. For sure. I think feeling uncertain is so universal. We can all relate to it or probably will all relate to it at some point in our lives. Um, But the way you own that feeling of uncertainty is really the important bit Mm. because if you don't learn how to communicate your uncertainty, it can cause more pain to not just you but your ex- And if you take ownership of what you're doing, it's actually what's best for you and your partner. Yeah. So if you're the one who's felt uncertain, these are some of the things that can pop up, some of the really hard emotions and feelings that you might have to navigate. So a lot of the time it's like we ask ourselves, is there an issue with me? This goes back to the whole, am I self-sabotaging? Like, why can't I I just like this perfectly person am I unfeeling am I a horrible person because there's nothing wrong with them and they're great but for some reason I just still can't love them which can be really quite jarring to come across so I'm just making it clear that there isn't anything wrong with you the thing is with this situation it's actually a really good opportunity to look into yourself a little deeper And get to know yourself because this can really help you in future relationships and the rest of your life. It's such a superpower to know yourself, know Mm. what makes you tick, know what you like in a relationship, know what you don't like. Um, And then also it can be really confusing once you've done the breakup as to whether you should have broken up or not. I kind of touched on this with my own story. Like after I had my breakup with my first boyfriend, I just was so confused as to why I had broken up with them because I was feeling so much pain and it can be really hard to like justify the breakup to yourself yeah or remember why remember why you remember why because your body reacts in a really weird way like it's like a bit like coming off of a drug and your brain is suddenly like I need this person I miss this person like the physical missing of like their body and things like that was actually really really jarring for me so that can be quite confusing the sort of uncertain situation can also make you feel guilty and like a bad person and that in turn can negatively Mm. impact your self-esteem so when you fall out of love with someone it can feel like a failure on your behalf even though it isn't it can feel like that which goes along with the realization that the relationship isn't slash wasn't what you imagined it to be which again can be really hard and then you can kind of unpack and overanalyze your kind of part of that relationship and what you have done wrong and and why again why didn't it work out for me why and on paper it should have worked worked out for us like I must not be good enough or I don't deserve to literally I must have fucked it up like all of this shit that's going on that can be really difficult to handle And then also it can actually be harder to get support from people if you're the one who has broken up with them, if you're the one who's fallen out of love. Because as we've seen in the previous story, you still feel emotional pain. Like you're still going to feel a lot of, again, we, as we said before, it can be 
guilt. It can be all of these really strange emotions where you don't even know if you deserve the support, which you absolutely do. So I think just knowing that just because you're the one who's broken up with someone and you don't really know why you did it, you still deserve to be supported by the people around you. You're not a villain. No. You're just trying to do what's best for you, which is why communication is very important because you can look like a villain if you haven't communicated the way you're feeling and it's like you just blew it up for no reason. Yeah, you did for sure. It. And you blindsided that person. Yeah. So hopefully you didn't do that. And hopefully you use your communication skills, which we're trying to teach <laughs> throughout this podcast. And then if you were the one that got broken up with because your ex felt uncertain, this can actually be really fucking hard. So being broken up with out of the blue can just be so, so painful. Again, we were just talking about maybe they didn't have the communication skills that they needed to explain what they were feeling. Maybe they didn't know what they were feeling. So there was no way in how they could explain that to you. And so you're left like, what the fuck? There was nothing wrong. I'm still in love with this person. And they can't tell me what went wrong. And it's because they also, they know something was wrong, but they maybe can't put their finger on it either absolutely so that can be wildly painful um it can also be very hard to get closure because this lack of communication your ex doesn't understand why they broke up with you so you don't understand you don't understand and you're like what the fuck is going on but they're like yeah but I still don't want to be with you and you're like I don't get it how on earth am I meant to get closure so that can be really hard I actually think that the difficulty to get closure is the biggest um reason that we should be talking about this on the Mm. podcast because we've been talking about self-growth looking inwardly you know like trying to figure yourself out better so you can do better by your ex and when you don't get closure and you don't feel like you have anything to work on and your ex can't give you that even if they try because they don't know what went wrong either and then it's all on you to try and move on past it which I know we're gonna get to I just feel like the lack of closure can be something that drags it out for so, so long. Definitely, and it can make you doubt yourself and overanalyze yourself. And it's like with ghosting. Again, yeah, create false narratives about yourself, and yeah. it can be so, so hard. So hopefully, as we will get into, because I know we're kind of just like reading out all of the ways you things. might feel yeah and the yeah absolutely the ways you might feel but we are going to try and give you some tools to navigate those feelings and to own those feelings so another point is that it can be really difficult to convince yourself to move on again leading from the point of not getting any closure how do you move on when you don't have any closure and you don't know what went wrong and then you kind of feel like the relationship still might be open mm. i think it could be really easy to almost trick yourself into thinking that because nothing was tangibly wrong and I'm still in love with this person like I'm sure they'll see it at some point and they'll realize they're actually in love with me and all of this shit like I definitely did that throughout my breakup like create all of these narratives and actually kind of like break your own heart over and over again which can be really really hard and then as I sort of touched on before made up narratives so when we don't know what went wrong our brain can often create new relationship stories to answer the question as to why the relationship ended and these can be really nasty towards yourself they can be nasty towards the other person and a lot of these are untrue and just make the breakup more painful than it needs to be and it can also expand on already existing insecurities. So say mm. if you went into that relationship feeling like I'm unlovable, I, um, I'm i not funny enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not whatever enough, like I think a lot of us do, 
deep down we have these like deep-rooted insecurities from maybe our childhood or wherever it is when someone breaks up with you and you don't have a reason for that you can just take those insecurities and run with them and be like you're trying to find out what it was about you and you think oh I know like I know all of my flaws and of course you can't love me because of a b Mm. and c which is just not Not true and everyone has these feelings about themselves And now we're going to go on to how to deal with a breakup due to uncertainty now that we've kind of given you all of the things you might be going through. So if you're the one who felt uncertain and you ended up breaking up with someone, the first thing to do is to do some introspection and try and get really honest with yourself. And it's about asking yourself the hard questions like, where did your expectations of that relationship come from? Like, again, is that you got them from movies that you've been seeing and you've got these warped expectations of what a relationship is meant to be like and no one's going to ever live up to that or are you valuing the things that aren't actually going to make you happy like good looks like social status things like that because these are kind of empty values that no matter who you're with you're probably going to end up feeling like they don't you know live up to this fictional movie or book or whatever yeah then really look at these things and think about whether they would work in a long-term relationship but do that sort of introspection where it's like how do you actually feel on the inside be honest be with yourself really be honest with your values and really be honest with yourself and whether your values are the wrong values and whether they're going to bring you happiness in a long-term relationship So that is a really good thing to try to do. But at the same time, try to not blame yourself. So realize that it isn't actually your fault that you don't want to be with this person. You're allowed to break up with someone. And again, it's better for your ex that you broke up with them than to stay with them and pretend that you're in Mm -hmm. love with them. Like that's actually quite a cruel thing to do. Um, Another thing that could be really good is to experience new things. If you're a little bit unsure of why you felt certain ways, you maybe don't know yourself well enough. And so it could be really good to get out there and experience new things, potentially within romantic relationships, like look at people that you might have crossed off the list, you know, look at people with different values to those that you've been dating previously. It could give you more of an idea of what you actually want. And I think that's really good if you struggle with looking at yourself or the Mm. introspection. Like sometimes you're not just going to be able to sit down in a quiet room and understand what's going on inside your head. Often it takes like doing stuff, like putting yourself in a new environment Dating someone new or becoming friends with someone new or trying something new and then realizing that the people you meet there are the ones that you vibe with or, you know, the qualities that you like in a friend are maybe completely different to what you want in a relationship and making yourself try different things can really help with knowing yourself better. Yeah, absolutely. I find in my own life, I go through periods of experiences and then I kind of go through periods of reflection and I like to, you know, have these months or whatever of new experiences but then I need that time to come back and look at those experiences and think okay how did this make me feel what did I learn what am I gonna take from this sort of thing and I know it sounds a bit like schooly like what you do in school but I think you don't have to do that in a really formal way you don't know you're doing it really either it's like a few months after you've done this weird thing yeah you're like holy shit now I think about this differently because of that weird thing yeah yeah so it's really important to learn about yourself um also what is so so helpful is to be respectful and communicative with your ex so your ex might have been blindsided by the breakup 
which is really horrible for them. And you should try to have some compassion for them and the way that it has changed their life, not just yours. So try, I know that it might be hard because you might not know what you're feeling, but try to communicate your feelings as best as possible to help them understand what happened between the two of you, to try and give them that sense of closure so they can move on with their own lives. Like they deserve that knowledge and respect. So try to give them as much as you can. Because this is textbook. It's not you. It's Mm. me. But that's not enough. It's not enough. Yes, it is you because you're uncertain about it and it's maybe not because of anything they've done. Maybe it's just because of you, but you can't actually just leave them to sort of connect the dots on on why you fell out of love with them. And remember that they're not in your brain. Yeah. They don't know what you're thinking and you can't assume that they do. And they're going to think you got that from a movie and (laughs) not believe you anyway. Yeah, for sure. But in saying this, once you've sort of said all that you can, you've explained everything that's going on inside your brain, Don't hang around because it's not your job to console them through the breakup. I've actually seen a few people do this, I think. Like, be like, oh, well, my ex still needs, you know, some love and attention to, like, help them get over me. So I'm going to help them get over me. By sticking around. By sticking around. That just does not work. And it's not fair. And it's actually not particularly nice of you to do. So it's not your responsibility to console them after a breakup. They've got friends and family for that. But again, don't feel tempted to call them up if you're ever feeling bored or lonely. Don't use the fact that they may still want you for your ego. Yeah. This is pretty common. And just don't sleep with them. Like, sleeping with your ex makes everything so fucking complicated, especially if you know that you don't want to be with this person and you know that they have feelings towards you and you're really just fucking with them, to be honest. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just don't sleep with your very, very psychological Blatant. point here. Do not Do sleep, not with, sleep your ex. with your ex. And then if it was you that got broken up with because your ex felt really uncertain about the relationship, I think a lot of the time we put people on a pedestal in our brains, even without even realizing it, when they've told you that they don't want to be with you anymore and then suddenly we kind of see them above us. Yeah. So a piece of advice is to take them down from that pedestal or to try to take them down from that pedestal. Um, we see people with rose-tinted lenses a lot of the time after a breakup. Our brain chemistry is all over the place. And this doesn't mean like put them down and knock their confidence and stuff, like take them off their own pedestal. No. Like take them off the one that you've created in your head. Like yeah. make, put them back on your playing field, on your level, because that's where they are. That's they where we are, all are on your level. Yeah. They're not some like, oh my God, I wish I'd held on to them because yeah. I'm, I'm never going to get someone as good as them again. That's a lie. Yeah, It's something that we all tell ourselves though in our moments of yeah. insecurity. Um, try and look back at your relationship as objectively as possible. Maybe write down the things you didn't like about them. Mm. Like you don't have to share that with them. Yeah. Well, In fact, don't. don't share that with them. <laughs> In fact, keep that one for yourself. Keep that for yourself. Put it on the, the fridge. <laughs> Put it in a really public no, place. So that they can't come back to your house. Oh so to keep them away, put it on your fridge because you don't want them to see. Maybe put it somewhere private in your bedroom. I don't know. And then that can just be a little reminder of the things you weren't that sure about. Sure about of them because it probably did work both ways to some extent. Don't torture yourself. This is easier said than done, but try not to follow the pain. This is definitely something I used to do. I would almost, I don't know if I'm being totally honest, you'd almost be addicted to that feeling of pain because 
you weren't ready to let that go yet. Yeah. And because maybe you can say, well, obviously it was really good because I'm feeling this shit that it's over. Like it was so real, like what we had. You can just get yourself into all of these wormholes in your brain. So try not to follow the pain. If that's online stalking for you and you get like a punch in your gut every time you see a picture of them online with someone else, just try your best to avoid that. Go and listen to our podcast about stalking because we actually have ways that you can try and stop. Absolutely. Try not to do the whole drunk texting thing. Again, so much easier said than done. Um, And then, you know, if you are constantly playing back the good moments of you two together, I'm sure there's time for that once you've healed from the relationship. You actually can't do that to yourself during the breakup. It's going to make it harder. So, so awful for you. So, try not to follow the pain. Although no one is obligated to love you, remember that you are worthy of love. So, this means that the person that broke up with you, they don't actually owe it to you to love you. And Mm -hmm. that is a really brutal point. But it's something, again, this whole idea of radical ex- yeah. acceptance. But that doesn't mean that no one is going to love you. Yeah, I know that that can feel like it in the moment. Um, but just because one person can't see your value. And a lot of the time it's actually their own shit getting mm. in the way. Like maybe their inability to see all of the things that you can offer and things like that. Um, someone is going to love you. So just yeah. remember that. And if they can't. If they can't put into words about why they're wanting to break up, Mm. just not dialing it right back to it's because I'm unlovable and no one will ever love me. Like it's it's hard for them to communicate it to you, Mm. but you can choose the way that you, you know, react however murky what they're giving you is to work with. The whole thing of you want what you can't have, I think really shows up in breakups a lot, but just reminding yourself that... You You don't want to be with someone that doesn't want you. Yeah, and you don't want to be with someone who's uncertain about the relationship. Um, And again, look ahead, put energy into your own life, your future life. Really harshly, they're not going to be in it. So you really want to put that energy into cultivating good feelings about yourself and knowing that, yeah, you are worthy of good things and life is going to be okay, basically. And if you if you ever need to remind yourself of that, come back and listen to the stories of the beautiful people that have written into us and felt these feelings and have come out the other side and learnt a lot about themselves and and felt good about it. And my last piece of advice to all of you is if you're feeling this way, go and listen to Taylor Swift's That's the Way I Love You because I relate to it really hard even though I haven't felt those feelings. So if you are feeling this type of way, Maybe it will validate you because oh. it's not a sad song. And music is just the best therapy in this situation. Belle, our beautiful columnist for Lucy's morning newsletter, she does a Saturday newsletter and she actually just linked her breakup playlist. Yeah. So find shit like that. There's kind of things to support you even if it's not people. A hundred percent. And if you do find that you need that extra support... Youthline New Zealand has set up a dedicated and free Love Better helpline. So you can just email lovebetter at youthline.co.nz or text lovebetter to 234 if you need support or if you just need someone to chat to. Own the Feels would not be possible without Love Better and it would not be possible without you and all your stories and all of you for listening. So thank you so much and we will see you next week. See you then.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.